Okay, there we go. And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Minor. Uh, it's Thursday, the 2nd of September. God, we're nearly through the week already. It's been a short week with the bank holiday. Um, but quite a lot of bits and pieces starting to come out. Now we're in September. The market is revving itself up. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Yes, it is. The uh, market is trying to rev up here. Uh, even as we have all these weather events going on around the world, I see on the news this morning. Yeah, well, obviously, being an American, you probably follow it pretty closely. But I mean, New York looked terrific. I mean, there was just water gushing through the subways and things. I mean, very unusual for New York to be hit like that, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. Six inches in six hours in Central Park, which is extraordinary, really extraordinary. But also this flash flooding in Spain, I see, too, in Catalonia region as well. So, Well, of course, we all know it's climate change. Um, and that's why battery metals and everything are so key. We've got COP26 coming up at the end of October in Glasgow, which will be pretty interesting. Um, so but anyway, look, we're not here to talk about that on this podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about what's the news in the mining sector. Let's kick off. There's quite a few little things to go quite quickly for you. Uh, kick off with Gem Diamonds, which look like pretty good interims today. Yes, Gem Diamonds showing some nice improved activity here on their interim results released today. Revenue was well up year on year to $104 million US versus uh, just shy of $70 million last year. Ore treated was uh, just over 3 million tons whereas it was just 2.4 million tons uh, during this period last year, and this time recovered 58,831 carats, which is also in an improvement. Cash position also rose to just shy of $34 million US, but they did take a write down of uh, 1.3 million against the sale of their uh, Gagu uh, Karen maintenance mine in Botswana, which we reported on uh, with uh, the uh, deal with uh, aim quoted ba- uh, vast resources and Botswana diamonds just a few weeks ago. Average price received gem uh, got was uh, $1,886 per carat, which is a good uh, $150 a carat more than the last time. So um, very, very good numbers here. Let's see if they can continue it going forward. The marketplace should be uh, very helpful in that regard. Yeah, well, we like the whole sort of precious stone market at the moment, don't we? Uh, okay, let's skip through. Uh, one uh, that is a client of VSA Capital, uh, currently um, on the uh, listed in Australia, um, but uh, looking to come to London with us, we're doing the prospectus, uh, is PYX Resources, isn't it? Uh, some news out there, Paul. Yes, that's right. PYX Resources is mineral sands producer, uh, principally zircon producer on the island of Kalimantan. Half year results released. Uh, they had uh, continuous uh, pr- price increases of at least three of them during the half year here. So they're up to $1,750 a ton U.S. for zircon concentrates. In the first half, they had reduced their total net loss after tax to a $1.1 uh, or $1.2 million, uh, whereas it had been way higher than that in the previous period a year ago. And it's all due to the fact that the marketplace is all going their way here with much higher sales volumes and higher higher prices as well. Um, we looking at a year-on-year revenue increase of 21% and production grew by 25% and sales volumes also grew by 14% in comparative periods. So it's all about, uh, for PICS, uh, I think just uh, getting uh, corporate uh, capacity and production rates uh, continuing to improve. 
And of course, the price of Zircon is very, very strong at the moment, which helps, doesn't it? Yes, that's uh, that's very true. And that's true for uh, lots of raw material resources like this. Zircon, of course, being uh, one of these tech metals. Mm. OK, a uh, little bit of news out of Premier African Minerals, uh, which is obviously uh, has, has, I think, the most shares issued out there. But uh, actually, it's been a really good performance. So it's doing really well. Uh, what's that news, Paul? Yes, this was an update on the progress uh, underway on their Zulu lithium and tantalum project uh, in Zimbabwe. That's a that is a mixed uh, pegmatite uh, on which they have a drilling program now underway with uh, six holes completed for a thousand meters uh, so far, and they can see uh, in the uh, drilling of uh, visible spodumene mineralization. Uh, and uh, something like uh, on the order of 12 meters at certain in certain intercepts uh, so far that they've uh, gone through. So they're making good progress there. This is a project that I visited more than a decade ago with the Premier African. So there is definitely a surface pegmatite there of good size. It's just a question of how much uh, uh, lithium it actually has in it at this point. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see also, I think they, uh, who they bring in as partners and things. Um, I could see the Chinese getting quite interested here, um, in particular with the jurisdiction. But we'll we'll wait and see that. Now, a couple of gold uh, things worth mentioning. I think uh, just worth. I mean, it's more of a mention, but there's a, uh, some news out on Goldstone Resources. Um, actually, they've got an extension, haven't they, of, of their their gold loan, um, which is a, a little bit of a worry. But Goldstone's been a very good performer, uh, run by Emma Priestley. Uh, and actually, it's it's an interesting company, but um, that's an extension. We'll move on from that one. But also, Paul, you might want to comment upon Wishbone Gold, um, which is one of these uh, Australian explorers. We're looking at quite a few of these, aren't we? They've had a bit of news, I think. Yes, Wishbone also aim quoted, and they have an acreage there in the uh, Patterson region of uh, West Australia over there where Greatland Gold is, or to the west and southwest of the Telfer mine, gold mine. They have gotten a uh, extension on the tenement license period out to 2026, which is good news there to uh, get uh, exploration uh, well underway. They've got seven geophysical targets uh, of uh, significant size that they would like to uh, uh, start uh, a drilling program on in due course. And the uh, Department of Minerals has approved uh, their program of work, so we're making uh, good progress there. I think the key here is we are going to see the majors starting to uh, get much more involved with some of the uh, junior gold and copper plays in Australia. It's it's a real hunting ground at the moment. Uh, quickly, uh, Iron Ridge Resources, uh, more news there. I mean, we, this is a, a great company. We love it. Uh, it. Obviously, going through some technicalities at the moment, which I think is keeping the share price low, and the share price is way too cheap. But what's the news today, Paul? Well, uh, as you have you told me before, I like to see good drill assays, and these are definitely good drill assays. Uh, this is uh, extension and infill drilling on their Iwoya North and uh, Anoki main uh, targets, as well as a new target that's also proving to be good uh, here uh, called the grass cutter uh, target. And we're looking at assays like uh, 20 to 30 meters uh, between 1.3 and 1.5% uh, lithium oxide at uh, depths uh, under um, 50 meters uh, where they start. So it's uh, looking very uh, smart there at this point. Uh, they've completed about 25,000 or over 25,000 meters in the ext uh, resource extension program. 
and they'll now commence uh, infill uh, and resource definition and metallurgical core drilling on with the uh, five uh, rigs uh, right away on site. Okay, uh, we're one final one I think worth mentioning because we're sort of using up a lot of time here, Paul. Uh, but it's probably worth mentioning what Gervois um, Mining have done. They're a big cobalt developer listed on the ASX, um, but they are basically becoming very dominant as a player in cobalt, aren't they? Well, they certainly have helped consolidate that position. They did close the agreement that was uh, um, announced uh, several weeks ago to buy the Freeport uh, cobalt refinery here in Scandinavia. And that has uh, resulted in uh, a, uh, a final uh, acquisition cost of $192 million uh, US, which included uh, a cobalt inventory at the site. Uh, so Gervois already has a deal on a refinery down in Brazil as well. And they also have uh, mining deposits uh, in the US and uh, Australia, for instance, uh, that they are uh, in the de development phase on as well. So definitely going to be a integrated player in cobalt here. Very good. Paul, we'll call it a day there because that's quite a lot. Uh, and we'll speak again tomorrow. Okay, see you then.